Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Second of a back-to-back tonight for the Edmonton Oilers in Tampa Bay. Team arrived in at 3 a.m. They're going to play one of the best uh, programs or run organizations in the NHL the last several years. Winners, of course, of the 2020 uh, Stanley Cup, 2021 Stanley Cup, losing the final last year to Colorado, the team that took Edmonton out in the Western Conference Final. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas, Thomas and the gang at World of Spas are Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. They are the ideal place to start your daily vacation. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement bet on it. Momentarily, we're going to go into the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Do you want to tell you, Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite Japanese steakhouse, and they've been a proud... uh, Sponsor and advertiser here in Oilers now for the last decade. Reserve your party today at jvedmonton.ca. Multiple locations in the Edmonton region to serve you. You can tweet us at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan, who's a big part of the show, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. This text uh, comes in on the Ashley Fine Flores text line from Rob. Rob says, Bob, the Oilers have five forwards who are among the best in the league, and they proved that last year, and they could bring it in the playoffs. But every night, they're trying to not only beat the opponent, but also the guys in their own team. Nobody is that good. This is Rob, the texter, saying, you would think a team that can't kill 30 seconds of a penalty, let alone the whole thing, would stay out of the box. Last night was ridiculous. Yamamoto hauls a guy down less than 10 seconds into a PK. Cody Cece pulls a guy down right in front of the net, and then when they're trying to tie it up late, Bouchard tries to remove a guy's head after a blocked shot. I don't think it's all doom and gloom, says Rob. They had a rough stretch last year and then came out of it. I believe that Campbell will get it together. But there are several players on this team, says Rob the texter that are hurting the cause right now. Short term, when McLeod, Pogliarvi, and Fogel are on the ice, the puck needs to be shot from the blue line with the forwards looking for deflections and rebounds. They are not capable of generating goals from the forecheck. Long term, other options are needed. McLeod might develop, but the other two are problems. If there are other players in the system, time to give it a try. Some would say that you can't pay a guy two to three million to play in the minors. Accountants call that a sunk cost. The money is lost no matter what you do. Better to pay a guy to get out of the way 
than to lose games for you. That one comes to us from Rob, who's obviously down on some of the orders support forwards. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. I'm still quite bullish on McLeod. Um, for me, Yamamoto, Pogliarvi, and Fogel need to be better. And if they're not here shortly, uh, an internal resolution is most likely to come. In fact, we're going to address that, amongst other things, as we go to our Oilers Now headliner today. Brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It is the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Three locations in and around Edmonton to look after you. Earlier today, caught up with Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Here's that conversation. Well, Ken, we should have done this interview uh, three games ago because maybe we'd be in a little bit uh, a different tone. But the reality is there's ups and downs here in the course of the year. And right now the club's in a, it, it's in a funk. It's dropped three straight games after winning five straight. You've experienced a lot of things over the years. Is the lesson here not to overreact, or is there also a belief that you have to be relentless in your pursuit in terms of trying to improve the team as well, and and there might be opportunities at some stage to do so? Well, we talk about it. I mean, obviously, I talk about it every day. Um, you know, I have I have had conversations with some teams uh, around the NHL to kind of get a, a sense for what you know for other teams that are struggling that might be looking to do something. Um, you know, we're talking about players in uh, in Bakersfield, but um, you know, we're playing tonight in Tampa Bay. We played last night. We got into three in the morning, and it's going to be the same guys that had last night. And uh, we got to find a way to get a, we get a, get a W. I mean, that's that's the National Hockey League. It's a real close league, and you got to find a way. And, and uh, uh, we got to find a way. Is it too simple just to point at the stretch on the PK right now? I mean, you're getting dashed up every game. Well, I mean, obviously last night, you know, it's easy. Just today, Washington had four power play goals last night, but certainly our, our penalty killing... You know, I think I looked last night. We're second in the league in goals scored. Now, you know, so obviously we've uh, Connor and Leon are off to f- incredible starts, um, but, but Nuge is off to a great start. So, um, you know, anytime you're in the top five and scoring, you'd like to think that that's going to lead to to wins. But uh, you know, as a team, I don't think I don't. I, th- I think this is it, 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 as a team, we're giving up to whether it's the penalty killing or whether it's five on five or we're making some mistakes and it ends up in the in the in the net. And I think what ends up happening, Bob. Then you start to lose your confidence, and when when you when a team plays with confidence, uh, good things happen. When you when you when you start to you know have bad things happen, and over the last three games, you know we we kind of had good things happening for five games, and now uh, but we got to stick with it. We got it. We got to stick with it. And I think that uh, certainly the defensive side of the puck. Is, is an area that we need to improve, whether it's penalty killing, but somehow we gotta we gotta try to find get our goals against down, um, so that we don't need to score, you know, four and five to win. You know, it's, it's funny when, when the team signed Tyson Berry. You know, he played for Toronto, and there was some criticism from some people out there. And Tyson got off to a relatively slow start in the bubble that year, and by the end of the year, led defense in scoring. When you guys signed Cody Cece last year, you know, I got a couple guys. Oh, he wasn't very good in Toronto, and uh, you know, and somebody in Pittsburgh said, well, he was our most consistent defenseman. And by third of the way through the year, Cody was a pretty consistent defender for you. And now I'm going to go to Jack Campbell because he had, for about 40 games last year, he was off the charts and he had a tough stretch. And then he went up against Vasilevsky in the playoffs. You guys committed five times five to him. Um, You know, obviously he's not had the start that he's won. You played the position. But is there a lesson in a little bit of patience, especially with a guy getting acclimatized to a new team in a new environment? 
Well, I mean, obviously, you know, on any team, when you get a, 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 a big contract, you know, come up with big expectations and, and big pressure. And, you know, I've been around a long time. What ends up happening is lots of times the players put pressure on themselves to try to justify the contract instead of just relaxing and doing what they've always done in order to have success. So, you know, I'm confident that he's going to play good for us. Um, I, I, I thought that in the early going, what he, what he has shown is the, the ability to make huge saves. I, I thought we were down 3-2 in Chicago and they have a backdoor wide open net and he made a massive save to keep the game at 3-2 and we go down and score. So he has made big saves for us at key times because the bottom line is to get a W. Whether it's 5-4 or 2-1, the bottom line is to find a, find a, a key save to get, to get a W. So I'm confident that he's going to uh, settle in here but I also know we got we need to play better team defense and and uh, I think we've you know we're in the bottom five in the league and shots against um, you know the last night was 31 in Washington and we got us you know so we're, we're we're a work in progress we're we're seven and six we're not happy with our record but we're one game above 500 we're sort of in the mix you know, we got a massive game tonight in uh, in Tampa Bay. We got to find a way to get a to get a to get a W. And I think whether it's Jack Campbell, whether it's our penalty killing, whether it's a whole bunch of other names that we want to talk about, we believe we can play better. This team has played better. Most of this team was here when we went to the Final Four last year. Most of this team was when was here when we went 26, 9, and 3 down the stretch last year. So we've seen them do it. I don't know that we've played 60 minutes of consistent hockey. We seem to play 20 minutes here and. Or 40 minutes there. We haven't really played 60 minutes, and I, I can't tell you why. Certainly, we're, we're 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 trying. I think the players are trying. Confidence is a big part of this of this of this game, individually and, and collectively. And and uh, right now we're we're not we're not. We don't have that confidence, but we got to find a way to dig in tonight, get a W. And when you, you know, I look around the league, and there's teams that were last week they were reeling, and this week they're on a high, and that, that's going to be the league. So um, we're reeling right now a little bit, but you win a couple of games here in a row, and you feel really good about yourself, and you can you can get it going the other direction. So it's a it's a fine line league, and we've got to we got to stick with it. We got to keep grinding. We're joined by Evans Motors general manager Ken Holland, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Ken, I just want to circle back to Goldton. And, and one difference in goal. Uh, you know, look, Mike Smith had a demonstrative personality. You received some criticism when you resigned him twice, but the reality is he got a pretty good save percentage for you. But there was one aspect of his game when he was on the ice that was different than what you have right now. He could really move the puck. How much of an adjustment do you think that has been for you, your team, not having a guy out there that, that handled the puck? Is it is that a is that a cop-out, or is there something to it that it's, it's a different um, experience when you don't don't have a guy that's an elite puck moving goaltender like Mike was. Well, in my opinion, Mike Smith might have been the best puck counting goalie of his era. And, and, if, and, 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 and if he wasn't the best, he was, in a, he was in a conversation with one or two others, and I don't even know who they're in. So certainly his ability, he was like a third defenseman back there. Um, and, you know, obviously down the stretch last year in the month of March, I think he was the goalie of the month. Yeah. And then and then and obviously he was is in our net in all the playoffs. So we're coming back here. Obviously Mike Smith's gone. I mean that's we've got to, we've got to make adjustments and probably oh, excuse me, probably there's uh, there's a little bit too, you know, an adjustment time. Um, for everybody, given that we, we got to play a little bit, uh, a little bit different, but 
you know, he's gone. He's 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 gone, and uh, we, we're gonna have to, learn have to go. Yeah, have to go go uh, with what we what we've got. We're, when we're happy with what we got, and I think that uh, um, again, I'm confident they're gonna play good. I, you know, obviously we're talking goaltending. We we have goals against to me is a team thing. We, we I agree. you know we've got a we've got a we've got to find a way. Goal ten, first off, goal scoring is up. Right, there's more goals. Safe percentages are down. Like I've been, you know, like, that's my job is to look at statistics. So, uh, more pucks are going in the net all around the league. Uh, that's that's why they, 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 the 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 last year the, the game's exciting. You know, you, you look at lead changes and teams are having teams are down two and three, and the other team comes back you and wins. So, guys with two points per game. Yeah, here thirteen games yeah, early. Yeah, so it's it's the the league has changed a little bit. The mentality has changed. So, um, I, again, I'm, I'm confident in our group um, I believe that um, when we get we get this thing figured out here that we're gonna obviously we want to get it figured out quick like tonight or or Thursday to start to play keep get the goals down, down a little bit I, I always look at terms of you know where do you sit in the league not you know and certainly we we want to we want to we want to move up the ladder in terms of, uh, of, of of goals against and I think that's a, a team when you talk about goals against everybody looks at the goaltending but I, I look at the, the team play and and uh, you know, uh, it's a team thing to keep it out. All right. Uh, you know, you do have five forwards averaging better than a point per game, but you've got money tied up in three guys that are they're struggling offensively. There's no other way to say it. Kyrie Yamamoto has not scored this year. Warren Fogel hasn't scored in 31 games dating back to last year. Jesse Pogliarvi, he's you know, he's got he's got a goal on the campaign. In spite of the fact that your team is scoring, would you like a little bit more of support scoring? The, the, the obvious answer is yes, you know, but I think, I think, again, uh, you know, we're second league in goals, so I don't really care where the goals come from. Um, but I think if you're not scoring, then then you've got to be airtight defensively. And and I and I thought early in the year that certainly the line of Fogel, McLeod, and Jesse Pugliarvi, I thought did a really good job of spending time in the ozone, five on five, you know, so now now you look at, you know, plus minus, and, and because if you don't score, if the other team doesn't score, we know that there's people on, up in their top part of our roster that, that are that are, that are are going to score, and I think recently now in this in, this, in, the, in the last, well, even before we, the three game losing streak, we had obviously, we, we couldn't quite shut down Nashville, you know, they, they kept coming back and you know, it comes to goals against, but you know, certainly, you know the, the the neutral zone turnovers, and I think you you want to spend time in the O zone. They don't necessarily have to take it to the net. Just spend time. To just spend time in the other team's zone. That's defense. That's 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 good. That's good defense. And I think we were doing a lot of that early on. But then what ends up happening is you, we have these conversations, and then as the games start to go, and, and these some of these players they now get anxious to get some statistics because they don't want to hear they've gone X amount of games with no goals so then when you when they they try to pitch in then then they get away from their game and now it, it starts to kind of go your own way and I think we gotta we gotta we gotta the biggest statistic that we can worry about is team wins and know that if you don't score there's other ways to contribute to the team winning and if you do it right individually if we do it right as a team that those those goose eggs are going to start to 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 become ones and twos because you're you're spending time in the other team's zone. You're, you're 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 not getting scored on. Your goals against are coming down, and and then you start to get you start to get confidence. So, you know, certainly right now, 13 games in, there's the, 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 we're looking at their statistics. But again, Bob, 
we're in the top five in goals goals scored. It's we, we just gotta we gotta we gotta make sure that if you're not scoring, you're playing you're playing good team defense and you're playing you're doing it right. You're not turning pucks over. You're getting pucks in deep. You're you're not letting when you're a forward. You're not you're not letting the other team have odd man rushes. And and you know against Dallas the other day, you know Ben and somebody. It's a two on one. Well, if you you give NHL players twos on ones, it's gonna happen to your net. I don't care what you can. I don't care who's who you got net in this National Hockey League. So you know I think it's 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 you can't force it. You can't force it. And I and I think now you, you start to you lose three in a row when we're, everybody's pressing. And that's where we just got to get back, relax, do what we can do individually, make sure we're doing it right. And when you do it right, over and over and over again, good things will happen. Can two more questions for you. Yesterday, Colin Chalk told us on Oilers now. Philip Roberg sliced his finger uh, cooking. Yep. He's had a tough start to the season. Yes. I mean, this is you always preach patience with these young prospects. We need the Oilers organization needs to see uh, Philip get some games that doesn't do it. Well, for sure. I mean, he was he was uh, he was injured during camp. Um, and, and, and I mean, uh, upper, bo- upper, bo- upper body, and he tried to play through it, and so it's been a grind. It's been a grind. I think he's going to play. He's, you know, he Wednesday or something. Tuesday, Wednesday, he cut his finger. The doctor took over, stitched him up, so didn't play this weekend. I believe I, 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 I've been, I think he's ready to play this upcoming weekend. So certainly, we want him. I want him to get going. He played one game. He played what 26 minutes. So he's going to play lots down there. Um, let's see where he's at. I think he's going to need a, a month now to get to get up to get to get going and let's see where let's see where he's at sometime in early December but certainly at some point in time this year I'm expecting to see him back in Edmonton I just he just got to get up and running and 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 uh, and we're going to bring him up and just circling back to where we started from I, I know that you recently had a, an event as part of a celebration with Detroit uh, for the back-to-back Stanley Cups in 97-98 it is quiet but you're still you still there's there's still conversation going on around the league. Is that fair? Yeah, I've talked to I've talked to a number. You know, obviously, Bob. You know, the teams that are really playing good. You know, they're not really looking to do anything. So when you're struggling, and certainly we feel that we're struggling, we have higher aspirations than seven and six after 13 games. You know, I'm talking to other teams that are that are that are probably in the same boat to us to see what uh, what uh, what the managers of those teams are, are are thinking. I'm talking Keith Gretzky's down in Bakersfield. Obviously, we Yanmark played last week. I'm you know getting reports on Yanmark. Uh, uh, Clem Costin has been actually you know played now. You know, uh, some some is there internal solutions? And obviously, if some of those guys are going to come up somebody's going to have to go down so you know i'm monitoring this obviously now when you've lost three in a row and you're seven and six i'm on an i'm a monitoring on an, you know day by day day by day basis and because uh, at some point in time if, if if we don't get this thing turned around then i've got to make do something to try to make a change to the to the, to the mindset to the roster to the look of the roster the feel of the roster to see if we can get this thing turned around to to, to find ways to get to turn to get W's. There you go. That is Evans Oilers general manager Ken Holland. He's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be, well, it isn't just, it is the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. He said it right there. At first you look at an internal option and then maybe you have to go external. Mark in St. Albert says, Bob, Pugliarvi minus six, Bouchard minus five, Murray minus three, Fogel minus two, Holloway minus three. Need I say more? Bob, I know that you're a Holloway 
fanboy. However, he needs to go to Bakersfield. He needs to learn to play a faster game, get more minutes, and not be a liability. And yes, I've finally given up on Paul Yarvey after being his fanboy ever since he arrived in Edmonton, says Mark in St. Albert. All right, well... Look, I'm going to remain bullish on Holloway. And here's the thing. You can change your perception on a player in time. You can sit there and look at a 19 and 20-year-old player and say, everybody relax. Let's not kick the crap. Like, this is what drove me nuts with some writers, okay? Some writers had the attitude from the legendary Red Fisher, I don't talk to rookies. And they were harder on younger players at 19 and 20 than they were on more established veterans. My attitude is I expect more of the players as they mature. So I look at Yesapoliarvi different today at $3 million and 24 years of age than I did when he was struggling at 19 and 20. I wanted the owners to extend it all a branch and get things worked out, be patient. And that's where we're at for me with Holloway. Holloway's got a chance to be a player. I don't think anybody listening to Oilers now, right now, wants to give up on Dylan Holloway. But Mark and St. Albert, you very well ultimately may be right. We may see Dylan Holloway, if he doesn't gain any traction here, and if he continues to play seven minutes, you may see him get reassigned to Bakersfield. And you, and you're, if you're listening to the show, you're well aware of the cap situation Edmonton's in. Okay? If Holloway goes down, it's only going to be one of Malone or Clem Costin that's coming up because that's all what the Oilers can afford. Now, if you want to bring Yadmark up, who's been a penalty killer in his NHL career and is a reliable veteran player who's got up and running after being in no man's land due to immigration in the U.S. for a week, him and Noah Philp, if you want to bring him up, you're going to have to send down a different player. And that type of player would be a guy with a Fogel-esque contract. So take it for what it's worth. It's 126 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout and come back with the Oilers now. Injury report when we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 128 in Edmonton, a different texter just texts back on Holloway saying Holloway needs to stay up for a month. He needs to gain traction for two weeks rather than, and, and go back into the top six. Exact opposite of what Mark and St. Albert says. There's the different perspectives out there. I love it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, to Oilers Now. We're going to go to the Oilers Now injury report all season long. Brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled. Results. Trent Brown hurting this year. The Edmonton Elks and the Alberta Golden Bears didn't make the playoffs in football. Um, but hey, uh, let's cut to it. Uh, Tyler Benson back skating and Philip Roberg expected to play this weekend. That's our injury update for you. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, a, a voice you're familiar with from his work with TSN and Hockey Night in Canada. 
Now doing play-by-play for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, television broadcast, David Randorf, when we return on Oilers Now.